in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Ghost, sweet spirit of the living God, come into this place, oh God. Hide me behind the cross, give me access and ability to minister third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. I come against every foul, demonic spirit. I take authority over the atmosphere, and I cast out every unclean spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would abide with us even more this day, God. Oh, God, give us strength and peace now. God, bring forth clarity and understanding of the word and the times in which you are living in now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If I was going to pick a topic, it would be stop running. And a lot of times, you got to figure out what are you running from in this life. A lot of us are running from God. Some of us are running from ourselves. Some of us are running from the will of God. A lot of times in life, we are just running. And so many people are running from more than one thing. But this is the hour that you sit still in God and let God deal with you and the things that is in your memories that you are trying and needing to get set free from. Except you have a relationship with God. How can you know the will of God? How do you know what you need to be set free for set free and delivered from how do you know these things unless you come into a place that you allow the enemy to stop making you so busy over small things how many times can you cast out and deal with the same demon is it that just to antagonize you and to keep you stumbling from getting a place that you're crying with God when the baton was being passed over, and Joshua took it. He told him to be strong and courageous in the Lord. In order to stop something that you've been doing 20, 30 years, you got to get into a place in God that you have to understand what is going on in the earth and what in the earth realm that is shifting you. There's only things, these things is in this life. There's these things in your life that keep you running. The first person is yourself. The next thing is the things in the earth and the people around you. You got to get into a place that you settle in God, that you find peace in his will for your life. This is not the hour for you to seek your will because your will is going to mount to none. But the will and the things of God is going to profit you. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. But your blessing is going to add sorrow because it's not going to be governed. It's not going to be held up by the word of God. And we're running to and fro trying to find this doctrine, trying to find that friend, trying to have this life, trying to have that life, trying to get this life, want the kids to be this. There's so many things in our life that keep us always occupied and running. But it's this hour now that you sit still in God that God can show you what you need to pray about. It's the small foxes that destroys the vine. But you keep waiting for the big storm to happen. But I'm going to tell you something. A big storm could be right here now. But if them small foxes are not dealt with, you don't even understand the shifting that we're in because you're so busy fighting what you think is a big demon, but it's really a small thing. And a lot of times, that's why COVID got people off course because they didn't understand when the big thing happened. They were caught up in themselves and they didn't have time to understand and see what the will of God was in our lives and what God was doing and saying. But no, we didn't want to do that. And a lot of times, we don't understand the movement of God because guess what? The spirit of Christ is not governed 
around us is not moving us because we're so busy fighting the small foxes that we're missing the big things in, in this life and the things that's happening in the earth world. God is moving by his power. God is moving by his anointing. But the people are so busy within themselves and they don't understand what the will of God is for their life and concerning them. God is giving me Isaiah 10 and 27. It shall come to pass in that day that his burdens will be taken away from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. The remnant of Israel. But you better get into a place that you will understand that it's the oil and the fire of God that is going to save you. It's going to loosen the nets and the bondages that you're walking in. You're looking for your job to stop you from running. Now you can pay your bills. Or you're looking for your children to do this so now you can have peace in your life. Or you're looking for all of these things. Or you're looking for the pastor to do it for you so you can have some peace and comfort in your life. But you're going to know that by the hand of God that God is moving you and he's shifting you. And you got to stand still and see the salvation of God. I don't care how hot it get in the storm. I don't care how holy it get in the wintertime. But you better stand still and know that the Redeemer is drawing now and that the all that is being poured upon you now for this hour is going to save your soul. I didn't say your neighbor. I didn't say your children. I didn't say your pastor. I didn't say your job. I didn't say your boss. I didn't say your husband. I didn't say your girlfriend. But it's going to save your soul from damnation. God wants to set you free. But a lot of us don't want to be set free. We want to have everything else. You want to have everybody else's characteristics. Huh? You want to have everybody else's personality. Huh? Or you want to look like this person. Or you want to be like this person. Or you looking over here. Huh? And it seems like their life is perfect. Huh? But you don't understand. Huh? Just like you done come to your small foxes. Huh? Everybody's got some small foxes huh? that need to be dealt with. Huh? Because now the big things are happening. Huh? But you so caught up in yourself. Huh? You so caught up in your will. Huh? Or somebody else's problem that's not even trying to get set free. Huh? How can you spend time with somebody? Huh? Go and minister except what must you do to be saved? And if you're not telling them anything other than that, if they don't want to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, shake the dust off your feet and move on. They will become a hindrance and a stumbling block to you. Every man has to seek the kingdom of God for himself and learn how to rightly divide the word of truth. What's in your life that's causing you to be always falling and stumbling, tripping over something? What is it in your life that's been there? You got to get into a place now in God that God has to be the one that you allow to move every stumbling block, every yoke to anybody that's got you tied up, twisted up and tangled up. You got to understand something. I can't save your mama. You can't save your mama. I can't save my daddy. I can't even get him delivered 
the will to do the will of the Father. And except that man be received the kingdom of God and the will of God and salvation, how can that man survive? They're going to take your anointing on and pull it down. And they're terminated and they're going to put it in a place that you have the fire, but it's not burning to full capacity. Stop running and seek the will of God. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 and going on down. Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. And if the Holy Ghost permit, he'll take me to John 10. Let's go now to 1 Corinthians. The third chapter, this is Paul talking. And now, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. Everybody's ministry is different. And God was sending Paul and Apollos to People that was carnal-minded, they were babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and division amongst you, are you not carnal? and behaving like mere men? Listen to what he's saying. Look at all the people that you're dealing with. Huh? Look at yourself. Huh? Look at people on the job. Huh? You're trying to give them what you're getting spiritually, what the Holy Ghost is telling you. Huh? Why are you trying to be in a place? If you see these things and you speak the truth, you better understand the first thing is going to come is persecution. But that's why he's loosening you and setting you free. That you can go and deal with people like once you were yourself. And still is at some point. But this is a process. This is a walk that you got to understand. Huh? It's not the one that runs the race the fastest, but the one that endures. Endures what? All the trials and tribulations of your life. Huh? But the Bible says they're nothing but a light affliction. Huh? And they're working more for you than your good. Huh? Why? Because when you're going through the trials and tribulations, it causes you to settle down. Huh? It causes you not to go up in that crazy. You're not cussing, fussing, and acting all the kind of out of your character. Because that trial is selling you down and putting you in a place that God can deal with you that you're not running because there's no one else to run to everybody that seems like they done closed up the doors and God is saying it's between you and me now you gotta get to a place that you get a relationship with God everything God is doing in this hour is causing you to have a relationship and that relationship got to be built up some of you in this last hour your relationship was in the pastor your relationship was in your favorite pastor your relationship was in your home church your relationship was your job your relationship was with yourself your relationship was with some television evangelist your relationship was in all these things but God has caused this big thing to happen so you can see that the zores that you've been fighting with for years and years and years it's not the big thing. 
We're so busy focused on a whole lot of things. But God is trying to make you soldiers. God is trying to bring you into a place that you understand that his will is going to get done. But a lot of us, we don't understand what this race is about. When times get hard and difficult in our life, you want to run here and there. You don't want the word to be settled inside of you. You want everybody else to do it for you. But there's nobody else to do it. So you need to understand you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. What is the hardship? Sometimes when you've been made a soldier and God is selling you down, you got to have to learn how to take your pain and your suffering and put it aside and help somebody else that's going through the same thing or something similar in your life. That's when you know that the joy is not overtaking you because you're able to do what the will of the Father is. He said go out into the hedges and highways and make teachers and disciples. You're not making teachers and disciples because you're still carnal-minded. You're still caught up in your small foxes and it's destroying everything in your life. And Jesus is soon to come and you don't understand the season and the time that you're in because you're so caught up in you. You're so caught up in who you won't say, who you want to please you in your life. But you better be caught up into the one that's going to come and catch you up in the air. But no, we don't want to do that. We're so busy. How many fights can you break up? How many divisions can you break up? Look what's drawing your strength. What is drawing your strength? You need to sit down with God and let God talk to you. This is a very critical hour for many people that saved and born again. This is an hour that's going to really try and test your faith. And you're going to really see the power of God if you go through the test and the trials. Because signs and wonders are going to follow the belief in this hour. God is not going to leave us comfortless. God is not going to leave us powerless. But what you fight in your own spirit is going to leave you comfortless. It's going to leave you powerless. First Corinthians. For when one says, I am a Paul, and another, I am a Paulus, are you not carnal? Verse 9. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos but ministers through whom you believe? As the Lord says, has given to each one, I plant Apollos waters, but God gave the increase. You may have had many people in your life that taught you this and prayed for you this and gave you the word and preached to you, but you got to understand something. They were just passing by. Paul did not stay where he was in this state of mind and consciousness with the people. He had to move on because God is trying to shift you to other people to minister to. God is trying to shift you, and you got to know if you planted a good seed and the only way you know you planted a good seed if it's lining up with the word of God you can't worry about whether they're going to receive it or not but down the road by and by you're going to find out if that tree came up like God said it was because if God sent you there he's going to provide and also he's going to make sure that it's going to produce correct fruit 
But he didn't say all was going to receive him. I speak to everyone that's evangelist, everyone that's called by God to minister to the lost, the despondent, the busted, and the disgusted. All these things that's happening in our lives, all of these people's souls that is out here wasting away. But you so caught up the church people, or the saved people, or the people that's born by the Spirit. But you are sitting here worried about this and that. If God can take care of the world, why can't he take care of your house? You need to understand something. God is trying to deal with the bigger picture. He's trying to tell you, I'm soon to come. But you got your mind on everything else. You're sitting there worried about this and that. But you don't understand. When is an hour that your faith is going to have to kick in? This is a critical hour. Either you're going to be a castaway. Or you're going to be the person that's walking with the power and the fire. That's going to bring deliverance. How can you go out and tell somebody about deliverance if God has not set the yoke from around your neck tree. You need to get up off your do nothing and you need to understand that God is calling you to the dry bones and you better have faith to speak to the dry bones and don't worry about what they're going to do because faith is something that you cannot see but it's something that's manifested. You need to understand something. David told you as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord if you made a stand if you got off the road sometime then you repent and you keep going on but it comes a time in your life I can't worry about what's in my house I got to go out and tell somebody about Jesus Christ let's go to 1 Corinthians again the third chapter So then, neither he who plants is anything nor he who waters, but God gives the increase. <laughs> it ain't about them. <laughs> but you done made the television evangelist. <laughs> you made the pastor across the way. <laughs> you made the pastor down the street. <laughs> you made the television evangelist. <laughs> you made your local pastor everything. <laughs> but God is the one that's doing it. <laughs> God is trying to destroy the yokes in your mind about <laughs> what he's saying and what he's doing. <laughs> so many people are caught up into the wrong doctrine and the wrong things. <laughs> but you better seek the scriptures out <laughs> because he said in the scripture you will find who me I don't care you're not going to get to heaven and say that pastor said this and that that would not be an excuse he said I left my word and it gave you sound doctrine gave you sound instructions and it told you about the wolves and sheep's clothing it warned you about the times to come it told you about all of these things but yet you've forsaken my will and you allowed somebody else to overshadow what I've given you and the all is not anointed it's contaminated and we don't understand what God is saying you want it your way but God is trying to break the yokes in your mind God is trying to set you free in your mind that's where the enemy is lodging that's why he has large and you don't understand you sitting there asking God why you cannot get set free why the oil is not flowing you looking at it from a different perspective you're kind of minded but yet you still mixed up with all kind of stuff that's 
that's not of him. Huh? You sitting there arguing and debating the word. Huh? You sitting there wanting to fuss and fight huh? because they don't believe the way that you can believe. Huh? This is not the hour. Huh? You better get your soul right with the Lord. Huh? You better walk in forgiveness and love huh? because there's some things coming in this life huh? that's going to tear the true believer down. Huh? You need to understand Satan has stepped up his game and God is trying to help you set up, step up your game. But no, we want God to do it. But yet we don't want God to do it his way. I want to tell you something. Go with me to Isaiah 43 and 2. You need to hear what God is saying. And now go back to verse 1. Isaiah 43 and 1. But now thus says the Lord God who created who? You. But you done made these doors overtake everything in your life. They done took over from the head down to the sole of your feet. And you done made them like they have created you. You better watch what you're serving full time. You better start looking at some things in a different perspective. God is trying to stop you from running here and there and trying to stop you from allowing people that's going to miss God and you miss God because you're stuck there. created you, oh Jacob, and he who formed you, oh my God, he said it's me, we're the Jacobs, he said now we're the spiritual Jews, this, this thing is for us, oh Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, but we're trying to redeem ourselves, see when you're carnal minded, you continue to think this is a self-salvation. But it only is by Jesus Christ shedding his blood on Calvary. And you're washed and made clean and perfect through Jesus Christ. He says this, I have called you by your name. God said, I know who you are. Even down in the valley, I know who you are. Down up there in the mountaintop, I know who you are. He says, your name don't change. I called it. Your mama just didn't name you that. God said, I put it in thy belly. He said, I called you from your mother's womb. Everybody that's hearing this on the radio, everybody that's hearing this in this room, God called you. He formed you and shaped you when you was in your mother's womb. I don't care what your daddy and your mama said. You are not a mistake. You were here and born forth with a purpose and Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary for your sins and you have a right to the tree of life and God is going to use you to minister to many broken people in this broken world and there's a spirit of encouragement there's a spirit of a soldier that's rising up out of the east and God is going to bring forth wisdom and knowledge and just upon the earth because my people don't understand now I'm going back to get another Gentile generation out of a Gentile generation that people have thrown away and they're going to speak my word with fire and power. They're not going to be caught up in the television evangelist. They're not going to be caught up in themselves because they feel it down in their bones because of the dry bones have come alive. They know there's a calling and an urgency in their spirit. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. Why the face the lost 
faith in God. Why the saints, they done lost faith in God. And been through nothing. A martyr is a person that's persecuted for their religious belief. But we've been persecuted. We're going through. Why? Because we made the wrong decisions. It's time now to break free. And to stop running in your regret. In your failures. What you done told yourself. You need to know that you are. And the great I am has made you. He's a healer. He's a forgiving God. He says, come to me. All ye that are laden and heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. Oh, but you're going every other place to get rest. You may be in the bottle. It may be with crack cocaine. It may be with a man. It may be with a woman. But you better find rest. Some of us have made our job an addict. You don't understand. God is calm to come. And the enemy is trying to make us discouraged. But we got to be in Christ, in Christ Jesus. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. We just sung the song, we're living in the overflow. Huh? You got to understand something each and every day. Huh? You wake up and God is going to perform what he said he's going to perform in your life. Huh? Some things in your life that you cannot detour from. Huh? And I want to give you three definitions, two definitions. And the first one is what? Purpose. The reason for which something is done or created for which Something exists. You hear? For a purpose. Destiny. The event that when says necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future. Some things are just destined in life. And I'm going to give you this. Destroy. Put an end to the existing of something by damaging or attacking. Ruining Someone emotionally or spiritually. Defeat. But you need to know the first two about your purpose and your destiny. Some things in your life are destined to happen and nothing can change it. But the purpose is greater because God is the one that gives the bleeder the destiny. But when you take it out of God's hand and you do your own destiny. But even in that, God's got a plan. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. You better get into a place. That you understand where you are in God. And get settled in him. Now faith must come alive. Can't nobody give you faith. Faith is built up through your trials and tribulations. And reading what God has done. The scripture were inspired by men, by the spirit. And left an account so you would know when you fall into these diverse trials and temptations. But it's the testing of your faith. What has happened to you? What has happened to the born again believer? I'm trying to figure it out, God. I don't understand it. There's something that's happened. Now is the hour not to lose hope. Stop running. There's a stopping point in everybody's life. 
that you got to hear the, what, the, hear the word of God. And you got to do what it said it's going to do. But we allow too many things to overshadow us. 1 Corinthians 2 and 8. Now, he who plants and he who waters are one. And each one will receive his own, it says, reward according to his own labor. Listen to what he's saying. For we are God's, it says, fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of our God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. Listen to what he's saying. This is very important. This is for the believer. To come up out of there play, being in a place of stuck. There's so many believers that's just stuck. They've been going through this cycle of sin for so long, but yet they're crying out to God, and God is saying, I'm waiting on you to change your behavior pattern. I'm waiting for you to allow me to let the word come alive in you and that you change your will. The Holy Ghost does not change your will. You have to submit, repent, and turn. Go ahead on. Now, verse 10. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. You better watch how you build it. God sent you good people to help you lay that foundation in your life. They're going to get the reward. You need to go out now and help somebody else build a good foundation through the word of God. Then that's when you're going to get your reward. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Ain't no other foundation. All of the ground is sinking saying, I dare not trust in the other name, but Jesus Christ, the solid rock in which I stand. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots. Oh, but we're going to trust in the name of the Lord. When you go out there in the field, when you go out there into the hedges of highways, you got to take it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot go any other way. You cannot go out there. You need to seek the will of God and let God lead you out of this dry wilderness place. And as you go out, God will continue to heal you. Some of your next deliverance, some of your next breakthrough is coming out of your will and doing the will of God. But you're sitting there waiting until you get ready, until you're perfect. You will never do the will of God. Because there's always going to be something in our flesh that we're going to have to overcome. That's why you repent daily. That's why you ask for forgiveness daily. That's why you ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse your temple. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one works will become manifested for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. It's going to be tested. 
That's why I led you to Isaiah 43. And the thing about it is, when that day of testing comes, are you ready? Because the foundation has to be tried by fire in order to go to the next level. Even the inspector comes out from the city to see if the foundation is laid correctly. And if it's not, it's got to be tore down. Because any crack in the foundation, any perfection, they got to tear down and lay a new foundation. Oh, but you keep wanting God to just lay another layer over it. But over a period of time, it's going to rot and decay. Because the fire will not be able to stand on and on it. The trials and the tribulation, the wind, all of these things will not be able to stand because there was already something wrong in the foundation. And you want to know why these pastors and the fivefold ministries huh, is falling because there was a crack somewhere. They did not allow God to break it down and to build them back up. Huh? A lot of times when God does that, when you submit your will huh, to him, he'll lay a stronger foundation huh, and you won't see that thing no more. Huh? He told her, these things that you see now, you will never see again if you conquer them. But you need to see this. Let's go to verse 14. 1 Corinthians 3 and 14. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? You got to know that at all times. You have to know this, but you keep looking for somebody to confirm your faith and your strength in God. You're still carnal-minded. You're going to always be in envy, strife, division. When you come up into a place in God, you don't have time for the noise. Because you know if you get caught up in the noise, it's going to, what, be like a zord to you. And it'll cause you to spin out of control. One of the things I learned about being saved, about when you're dealing with people with all type of spirits, huh, saved, unsaved, huh, you need to learn when to cut it off and how far to go with people. In this hour, there's too much work to go. There's, you got to understand something. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers and the labors are few. Huh, and you got to understand something. You got to take stand and stay focused in God. It's your job. It's your responsibility. You need to learn how far to go with people in this life. Because if you don't, they're going to tear you down. They'll break your foundation where where your foundation was already strong and built up. You got to be wise as a serpent and cutting as a dog. Because some things is in the hands of God. And him alone. The king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. He turned it either way he wants. You can witness and witness and do all of this. You can live the life. But guess what? It takes God to come in and turn it. To deal with their mind and their consciousness. To see there's another way out. Verse 17. If anyone defiles the temple of God... God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Like I told you in the beginning, some of us are running here, running there. We have made all these things in our lives. Zoids and problems, because whatever takes up your time and your energy is what is your temple. 
But you got to work on yourself now. You got to learn how to do this. Stop thinking that everybody has your best interest at heart, because they don't. And you need to know these things and understand the hour that you're in because you need to see what God is saying and doing. If you can, please turn to Isaiah again. Isaiah 54 and 16. I want you to go there because I want to read this. And this is very interesting and profound statement. It says, Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the saints of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. And you need to understand what God is saying and what God is doing. Stop running and allow the Holy Ghost to come in. It's your job to know what is your temple. Is it built by man's hand or is it built on the foundation of the rock, of the word of God? I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.